Hello, you're watching Black Bi Reality, the place for Black Bi baddies and those who love them. I'm Nicole Weaver, and I'm here to cover season two of Cruel Summer. And I'm here with my co-host for the series, my Scorpio bestie, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hi, how are you today? I am good. I'm a little, I'm, I have my detective hat on. It's invisible. Um, <laughs> just revisited episodes two to four. So we had a late start on this podcast. We, we, were, on t- we were on time watching, but my ass did not decide to start this podcast <laughs> until a few episodes in. So... <laughs> In order to try and catch up to where we are at, we are doing the big feat of covering episodes two to four. We're going to go in order. We're not jumbling it all around. But obviously, spoiler warning, we're going to really, really try to make this all into one episode so we can be there with you guys for episode five. (laughs) Starting off episode two in July... 18th 1999 so Isabella is cooking with Debbie and Lily and she mentions she loves Tunisian food and she has moved a lot um while young while she was um younger and she went to boarding school so a little bit of a of a insight into her past she also mentions lisa we hear about lisa a lot and she said lisa her friend at boarding school was like family to her she called her ambitious and a control freak debbie was like sounds familiar of course she's talking about megan um and then isabel (laughs) goes through megan's room her computer is locked but then megan has like three computers which kind of confused me um, she finds Megan's wallet and brings it to her job. Luke is there and Isabella weirdly invites herself over to Luke's house and th- like decides on a whole party. And yeah. for a minute, <laughs> Luke is like, oh, cool. Megan want to come? And Isabella jumps in and was like, we shouldn't bother Megan. So very interesting move here. Very interesting move. You know that that, you know, made a little cut in Megan's heart because Megan is acting like she's not feeling Luke, but really she is. Yes. And Isabella is like swooping down on Luke. I appreciate it. I'm very team Isabella in this show, even though the writers are hit or miss with how they're writing her out. I am still team Issa. I'm going to call her. No, not Issa. Issa. Isa. I've been I've given everyone nicknames. So Isa, Meg, Luke, of course, you can't really shorten that. <laughs> nah. And then Deb for the mother. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very team Isa. Yes. I I'm starting to be more team her, but I'm still so suspicious. I, like I said, I, I'm rooting for her even if she's a murderer. Just a bit. <laughs> I don't think she's a murderer, but let's keep going. And, let's and I'll keep get going. Yeah. <laughs> so later on, they have this party. It's very July. Uh, Luke and Isabella, they pull out some fireworks. It's beautiful, gorgeous. Later, 
they're in the pool. And by the way, Megan the whole time, sour face. Sour puss face is not feeling it. Uh, in the pool, Isabella loses an earring. She's like, oh my god, my bestie. My bestie got me this earring. And Luke dives down and immediately picks it up. Then they kiss. I, I thought it was cuter whenever, like, a little kiss. Kissing in the water sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan saw, and that was, like, maybe the fifth little cut in her little heart when it comes mm-hmm. to, to Luke and East and Isa. Um, yeah, I mean, she, he found her earring, and she was overwhelmed with gratitude, so... <laughs> Like, let me let me give him a little kiss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think Isabel Isabella is here for fun. All right. Yes, and Isabella is here for fun. She ain't thinking too hard about Luke. She's like, yeah, you're here right in front of me. The vibe's good. Let's do this. And I I think she definitely wants. Like, she's here for fun when it's to Luke, but I think she definitely is serious about getting close to Meg, which is interesting about, like, why she's still trying to hook up with Luke so much. Because even though we know Meg's told Iza that she's not feeling Luke, I feel like Iza still knows that there is something unresolved between them or something brewing between them. So it's interesting. But also, Iza, Iza should get... Is that she got what she wants, you know? Yeah. Like, let yeah. her get her little kiss and some other things. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, all right. Jumping to December 18th, 1999. So Megan watches the video at home, and we see it was her in the video, not Isabella. And Isabella basically says, hey, let people still think it's me. You're a sister to me. I can take the bullets. I'm going to leave anyways. Ride or die. So, pause. (laughs) Yeah. Pause. Why? Like, how are they? First of all, it's only been like five months between like summertime and winter, right? Or like three months. We don't know what part of summer they started in and what part of winter this second timeline takes place but they're already five months yes (laughs) and they're already best friends they're already ride or die she's over here Mm -hmm. like you're the most important person to me already Mm -hmm. like it's wild to me that she's going ham trying to protect this white girl's identity like i know you don't live in this town and and you or she gets to go to college but still like it's like that's a lot for her to be doing i kind of i kind of get where she's coming from though right because she's in and out and she even said like i don't want to go to college like all of this is like nothing to her and she was just like yeah like i can take it i don't care about these people i don't know these people like you for us as grown black femmes we're like the fuck? child but I understand. Like, I feel like younger me might have done some shit like this if I was like, really? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, younger me would not have done this. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I. Well, let's just keep going because it gets juicy. Yes. yes, it does. So 
Also in this timeline, we know that um, people are angry at Isabella. Her trailer is vandalized. There's like blow up dolls and everything going on there. Um, Later, Luke is against Isabella's plan of saying it was her because now he's going to go around looking like a cheater. Um, Isabella runs into Parker later at Brent's house because she's like, wait, there might be more tapes. Uh, Luke, by the way, did say that um, it was probably Brent and he's going to handle him. Isabella's like, you can't handle him. I'm going to do this stuff. I'm ride or die for Megan. And he's like, you just got here. So they're, yeah. they're kind of yeah. having a little power thing over Megan. I, but again, going ham. Like, Megan yes. could have also been looking for these tapes. Like, Absolutely. Megan could have also been suspecting all these things. Like, this Black girl is trying to save this little white girl's life. Like, it is nuts how hard she's going. And for me, I have yet to see Meg do anything for Isa that that feels like it's worth the the miles that she's going for this girl. Like, yeah, yeah. You, I think your problem with this is that the the storytelling is like skipping a step. Like, we need. Yes more building blocks to this friendship for yes. how we get here. And I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. Right now, right now it's just giving desperation, like desperation for approval, desperation for, for like validation and love from this white girl. And I mean, there, there are some details. Like we know that Isabella's um, parents are neglectful. Like they're very mm-hmm. busy. They're very like hardworking. They also are rich. Like they travel the world a lot. Like Isabella hasn't really um, doesn't have any like grounding when it comes to community and friendships. So she is craving those things, which makes sense. But still, I feel like she is putting so much weight on this on Meg, and it's like wh- what. Like, what has Megan done to earn this loyalty that you're giving her, that you're showing her? Like, I haven't seen it. Anything, we've mostly seen Megan um, not like her and, like, yes. trust her. That's mostly what we've seen. We haven't seen any, like, friendship gestures from Megan yet. Agreed. I think, I think something we might be missing is whatever Debbie wrote in this letter to get this black girl mm. over here. Yeah. She, she told Luke in the first episode, like, Oh, I decided on this because of Debbie's letter. And it was like, I want to know what she said about her kids in that letter. Right. So wild. Um, moving on. Isabella goes to Brent's house. She is ready to get these tape. She finds Parker Parker was in a relationship with Brent, so Parker put one plus one together, and she's like, uh-uh, not my, not my coochie apparently going to be on the Jumbotron one day. That can't right, be me. Right, that right. can't be me. So Isabella just decides to pick up something, throw it through the glass door, hop in, they find these tapes, they start destroying it, but... There's something something mentioned and pointed out here. Parker said, not Christmas of 98, because mm-hmm. that's the, the mother where the mom was alive. And it's like, okay, yes. I'm I'm mad at this boy, but I'm not gonna like ruin his memories with this mom. Yeah. So they yeah. stomp on these tapes, the garage door open, they book it. 
All right. So Brent later, Luke confronts Brent thinking he's big. He ain't. Um, Brent denies making the tape, which is the tape specifically of Luke and the girlfriend, which he doesn't know it's Meg. He thinks it's homegirl, but he denies making that tape. So there possibly still is a question of who made this tape. Pause. So Mm. uh, the other Black person in this show, he's also an aspiring filmmaker, an aspiring documentarian. So we have two, so we have Brad, who both are like figuring out how to use a camera in, in 1999. And, like, they're at the cusp of this, like, you know, this technological revolution, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that. that's probably, like, one aspect of this show that I find really interesting is that this um, thinking about, like, uh, nude photos getting leaked and, like, sex tapes getting leaked. Like, that was, like, this time period, the, ni- the late 90s, is, like, the start of when those things are happening mm-hmm. and when technology is becoming abused in this mm-hmm. way to, like, harm women and so it's very interesting do we think this little black boy is a suspect because we know that he is like filling (sighs) yes Meg Um, hard and he's probably a little tight that like she ends up dating what's his face and not him uh uh-huh uh-huh we know would he do something that yeah but would he do something that terrible is jealous yes but right now I'm not seeing it. And it seems too obvious, honestly. It seems Mm. too obvious. So, like, I'm kind of not even looking at him. I am still keeping options open. Because, like, he just seems like a scorned lover. But I don't know if he would go that far. I don't think he would either. But just pointing out that he is the other person in this show who would be using his camera. Absolutely. So, so either someone hijacked his camera, or maybe maybe Brent really did just do this fuck shit and does not care and is trying to deny it. I guess. I guess he also said he stopped immediately when he noticed it was Luke, which I'm like, thank God, because that's gross. Um, so yeah, I, I just he's a Wait, terrible. Stopped yeah. what immediately? He said the um the tape. Like I don't know if he had it some other time, but I believe he said no, it wasn't me, and that he stopped it immediately. Or like he st- maybe he stopped watching. Maybe he said at the party. I oh, okay, the watching. Okay, like he's a grosso, but I think his one his one boundary is like I'm not going to be watching my brother have sex with the fuck. Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought you. I thought you were insinuating something else that he was no, actually no. filming it. Okay, no, 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 yeah, because no. I had thought that the recorder was just set in the in the yeah. room in a certain way. Okay, I think so too. Still gross. Still gross. But yes, yeah, yes. So, lastly, the whole episode. Well, not the whole episode, but yeah, it was the whole episode. They ended, I think, on this one. But Luke and Megan, they're talking in bed and. He says that um, Brent doesn't know that it's Megan in the tape and that he didn't fully watch it. Isabel is, Isabel is overhearing all of this and Megan just starts saying like, Luke, you're my ride or die. You're the most important person in my life. And 
that's when Isabella said, oh, for real? Debbie, Debbie, I got a secret to tell you. That isn't me. It's your little daughter. So you can say your slut shaming for that. The spite. The spite. (laughs) (laughs) It was spiteful. It was so spiteful. It was so spiteful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Spiteful (laughs) as fuck. Spiteful as fuck. Got it. Then we're moving on to (laughs) July 18th, 2000. Our green timeline. Uh, Sheriff Meyer... He reads the coroner's report. So now we finally know what happened to Luke. Luke died from drowning and he had a gunshot graze his ear. And on top of that, he had benzos in his system. Yeah. So th- that's a lot. That that was that sounds like it was a long, terrible death. Yeah. Um we do we 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 know about a person in the show who does have some drugs. We don't know what kind of drugs it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have we, is that revealed yet about? Um... It's at the very end. Isabella at the very end of this timeline calls her mom for help. And then she empties a pill bottle down the toilet and flushes it, which is not the proper oh, no. way to get rid of. Um, these pills. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. <laughs> but no, but also, but also, um, Meg has pills too in her backpack yes. at the pool party. So they both, yeah. But we don't know. Hers are for studying. Wait, let me not use quotations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can be suspicious no, of anyone. No so we can use, no we can use studying. Okay, okay. Yeah, hers are for studying. <laughs> she be on speed, y'all. Like she she's doing a lot. And then we know by this timeline, I believe, Debbie's sick and she has a bunch of meds. Yes. Yes. So, so we have like three possibilities of where these meds are coming from. So whoever tried to kill this young man was like first really and like make you OD. That's not gonna work. We're gonna dump you in the river. Uh, but before we dump you in the river, let's shoot you in the head. But I'm not a good shot, which is pertinent to this story. I'm not a good shot. Oh, so gonna... yes, bitch. I I'm a little detective. Okay, Scooby Doo in this piece. Like, so so you do think him... Isabella? Isabella is a bad shot. We know that Isabella is a bad shot, but we don't learn that until episode, until episode three that she's a bad shot. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But... We'll get there. But I mean, whoever tried to, like, it was a three-part process, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> which is rid- you... I mean, they're teenagers. They don't know how to dis- <laughs> like dispose of a person. Like, they don't know how to get rid of a human being. And like, the internet isn't the internet me. isn't that big yet. The internet isn't that big yet to be googling like what are the best practices. <laughs> so like. Nah, if you gonna kill me, pick one. Just pick one. I, I don't want to go through. Oh man, so I, many different. I'm so I'm so morbid that I actually like think about this at least once a day. Like, how would no. I not? How would I not want to die? Exactly. And, and drowning, drowning is high on my list. So is strangulation. Like I, so basically, I just don't want to be without a loss of air. Yeah, yeah. like I do not want to experience that. But then also, burning buildings don't want to experience that 
uh, claustrophobia. I have a long list. We're giving too much information right now. <laughs> Truly. Moving on. Isabel, uh, Isabella talks of leaving. She's like, maybe I should just hop on a jet and go. And Parker said that everyone is being interviewed again. So, bitch, you better not go anywhere. Steve later tells Debbie that he feels like he's being punished by losing Jane. We feel, we just got Mama's name, finally. And Luke. So, he's a sad dad. Uh, Parker later says everyone's getting getting questioned by the sheriff so here's the details we got parker saw luke at the new year's eve party and he was happy the other girl i don't think we ever get her name she claimed that luke and megan were kissing at the party so they were still together jeff says he saw luke leave with megan and then he said isabella left the party early she was fighting with Megan because of the tape, which is probably not true because why would they fight over the tape when we know that they're both corroborating on the story that it's Isabella, but a lot of information there. Lots of information. Um, well, this black, this black man is trying to figure out like who killed this child Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I actually really enjoy his character, even though I'm anti-police. Like, I, <laughs> I really enjoy this character. Um, I think he's gonna figure it out. But I, but I also keep thinking about season one and how even when things were figured out, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm, antici- I'm anticipating something like that where there is some kind of truth let out in the end but it's not gonna it's gonna be like 85 percent of the truth or like even 70 like i'm anticipating that to happen again especially since we know that whoever tried to kill this man i go from calling him a child to a man (laughs) you do (laughs) whoever tried to kill this little white boy (laughs) um it was a three-step process. So it that either could mean that it was one person trying many different ways, or it was three different people with like different ideas. Or <laughs> or I don't like who knows. Maybe yeah. maybe it was the drugs first and then Luke was standing by the lake and then the, the shot happened and he fell into the water. Like maybe it was something like that. Or maybe he just takes benzos now. Like it's very possible he was taking it for whatever reason. And then we then just have the drowning and the gunshot wound. That's a yeah, possibility. I mean, I, I don't know what those drugs are. Um, Remedies I think for muscle relaxers. Let me look. So benzos are a psyche psychoactive prescription drug that slows brain function and decreases oh. central nervous system functions by enhancing. Okay, wh- whatever that means. So, so it's not for sleep. It can, yeah. So it does fall under depressants and are typically used for anxiety disorders and insomnia seizures. So he could absolutely like be taking benzos for one of those things, but okay. they bring it up like it's suspicious. So 
That gives me two new theories, but I can't say them yet because we're still in episode two. We're still in episode two. All right. Um, Isabella tells the sheriff that she stayed in town because Debbie got sick. Debbie kind of looked at her as if, like, that wasn't true. But we definitely know. (laughs) We definitely know in this timeline that Isabella and Megan are not cool. So They're not cool. I mean, Debbie. Debbie could have also been looking at Isabella in like a um like that's my business kind of way too like mm. who knows either who it's knows? not true or she's probably just like keep that between us yeah yeah sheriff said that Isabella has gone to three schools in three years and she left the last one mid semester so very suspicious and then that's when she calls her mama and is like you gotta help me so Mm -hmm. that's the end of that timeline so three schools in three years well they do around a lot who's they i think she does her family (laughs) doesn't her family travel around a lot it sounds like she's the one who is constantly moving because she's the one who got sent away to boarding school. She has all these things in her passport, but she, she is to me, my perspective is it sounds like she's the one always on the go. Those parents could be right at home. Like we really don't know. You're right. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, but why would they be sending her to like Europe and all these different places? Or, or do you think she's lying about all, all that? Do you think she probably hasn't traveled to all these places? I don't think she's lying. And I think it does come up in this episode. So let's get into it. Uh, July 19th, 1999. Isabella is packing her suitcase. Megan tries to talk Isabella out of going on this trip up to the lake house but mm-hmm. Isabella is like nah I'm going so <laughs> later when everyone is parting it up Isabella says so many sketchy things in this timeline it's weird so she makes a weird joke about oh if I if I shot one of you guys I would have diplomatic immunity who what child says that <laughs> I mean, in general, they the, the characters in the the teenagers they make mm-hmm. a lot of references to like murder and and killing, like they all do. Like they'll be like, "Oh, like don't shoot me!" Like, <laughs> like I wish I were dead. Like they be saying some weird stuff around death and murder. It's very weird. Megan does at times. I will give you that. Jeff just likes horror stuff. I don't think he talks about murdering. But my girl's not even talking about murdering. She's talking about getting out of murder. <laughs> it's just still related to murder. <laughs> I don't think it's still related. It's, it's not it's, the same, but it's within the topic of murder. <laughs> so, so it's wild to me. And then Megan, she... Once Isabella turns around and leaves, um, Megan takes the gun and she makes all these little comments of like, that's your little girlfriend. And she like shoots. Mm. Actually, Megan the whole time in this timeline is giving, I'm not like the other girls because she literally says, well, no girls are allowed on this trip. And Isabella's like, except for you. Except for you. Yeah. 
And it, weirdly, Isabella's not actually hanging out with the guys. She later is just reading a book. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Megan, you don't even have enough personality for I'm not like the other girls. Like, that's a personality, <laughs> girl. <laughs> like, what is she there for if she's just off to a corner reading? Yeah, yeah weirdo but no but there was another <laughs> comment that was made which was like oh like i gotta stay on your good side because that's yes. where uh isabella sees that megan's a really good shot yes 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 but i mean megan could still be the murderer mm-hmm. because like she loves luke so maybe like even though she was trying to kill him like she fumbled and <laughs> And it grazed his ear. Megan was definitely not trying to kill Luke. I'm just gonna put that out there. I think I think she probably was trying to kill Luke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Jeff though, he he likes him some little to herself weirdo. He goes over, starts recording her, and she turns it on him. She's like, you're always hiding behind this camera. He makes a comment of, I like being behind the camera because you're a part of things, but separate. People tend to forget you're there and you end up seeing more. Exactly. I feel like Jeff knows what happened, but also he is like putting... Every single one of his cards on the table, he is like, he is thrown, he's basically putting his dick on the table. He's like, Megan, I will give it up to you. Like, you are it for me. Like, you're so fucking fine. Like, he is so thirsty right now. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. parched. I need, I wish I could have handed him a glass of water. Like, he's so thirsty. And Megan is like pretending like she's not catching any of this. Apparently, she doesn't. Megan has never. <laughs> Megan is so naive, so she is oblivious. So yes, she don't be seeing anything, anything or doing anything. It's it's ridiculous. Um, later on, well, I don't want to skip to that yet. Later on, though, everyone is talking and around the fire, uh, fire pit. Isabella once again jokes about blackmailing the group. She's like, oh, let's play some two truths and lies so I can get some dirt. And it's like, Isabella, chill. Even if I'm rooting for you as a murderer, don't tell people you're <laughs> for, not for a murderer. Don't tell everyone your strategy. You're wild for that. <laughs> Keep some secrets in. So Two Truths and Lie goes around and she decided I'm telling all lies. And one of them is that she walks around naked in her sleep, which is very a pick me move. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a pick me move to like say this lie in front of God so they can be like, oh. But the thing is, is that she has Megan join the lie yeah so it can be their inside secret and that was kind of like the one thing that's starting to bond them is a lie it is great observation but also new theory because what if she's what if she's lying about that experience but she's not lying about the fact that she sleepwalks and what if that's how the pills come in because you said that the pills are for sleep so maybe those pills that she was throwing down the toilet are are for sleep. 
And she does have this condition of sleepwalking. And maybe in the future timeline, um, this is what Luke is given. Maybe. 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 We might get a little bit of yellow jackets in here. <laughs> <laughs> she might Which start a yellow jacket comment was made earlier when they were packing for the trip and Megan was trying to get Issa Isa to stay and she's just, and Isa was uh and and yeah Isa was packing a huge suitcase for like mm-hmm. one night mm-hmm. and Megan's just like why are you packing so much stuff and Isa's like well you never know what could happen like you can get cold or like you can end up having to you can end up like stranded in the wilderness and you need to live off the land and I was just like, I wonder if the writers like threw that in at the last moment because of Yellow Jacket. That's wild. That's cute if they did. That's cute if they did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, after this, it starts raining. Everyone starts packing up inside, but Megan is enjoying the rain. Isabella stays out and Megan's like, oh, you're not going to go in? And she said, no. She mentions that she would go to, I believe it's like the beach every day with Lisa. So she has no problem with water. Then she tells Megan that Jeff has a crush on her. So baby girl, open your eyes. So Open your pretty brown eyes. Look around you. Look around. <laughs> look from, around. From Save the Last Dance. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And, and Megan... <laughs> The actress who plays Megan definitely has a Julia Stiles kind of it's face. It's giving Julia Stiles. After that, <laughs> Isabella and Megan pull up and catch Debbie kissing her ex. Uh, Megan immediately goes to the trailer to go off. She doesn't call Keith dad. It's Keith. Get it right. Mm-hmm. He's been around in the summers and holidays in the past, but her parents basically started fighting once Debbie was pregnant with Lily, and then he disappeared after Lily gave birth. So Trash. 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 And he's a musician, if we care about that. Trash. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Period. Yeah. Also, it's so convenient that there's always like a missing parent in these shows, because like Luke's Sarah passed away, and then yeah, Megan's father's trash. Like, so that gives you Luke's mom and no, Luke's dad and Megan's mom an opportunity yeah. to date with Beard, because like yeah, their kids are dating. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway, in December nineteenth. 19- <laughs> of 1999 Megan goes off on Isabella for telling her mom that she was in the tape Isabella says that if we're ride or dies like she starts questioning Megan are you my ride or die because I'm starting to feel like you're not Megan later when they're in a car apologizes to Isabella and she says you are my ride or die and Isabella quickly accepts it I don't think she should have but and she's also and she's also like and i definitely would do the same thing for you if yes. like the tables were turned in in uh in terms of the sex tape which she would not no she would fucking not no. like no no one believes that no one no one believes that <sighs> luke decides to actually start making moves and the move is to get those tapes and drop the box off at the sheriff's office. Sheriff Meyer sees it. 
Later, we see Sheriff talking to Steve and Brent in the office. He flat out says, hey, some of these tapes have minors on it. This is a criminal offense. But Steve starts pulling his dick out on the table. He's like, first of all, remember all these times that I paid for your stuff? Remember how I picked you up from a bar because you have gambling problems? And he's like, yeah, this... This is a judgment call, and we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Put him on blast. So, I'm so mad at this. I I, I yeah. hated this. I hated uh, it too. I hated so, it too. Brent and Steve get their way. They're in the car. Um, Steve tries to act. He, he is big mad. Like I think he's big mad, but he's just like he said. I thought you were good. Like what's with this handoff parenting stuff? Like I know he's like supposed to be going to college. I don't think he's there yet. But what do you mean you thought your kid was good? Look at him. You you look at him. <laughs> I need Steve and Debbie. They're different parents, but both of them. They have that attitude of you're good a lot. And it's like, they're not good, baby. Like, people who are good don't make these disgusting tapes. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So Steve knows exactly what happened. He talks to Luke. I hate that he bamboozles Luke. At first, he thinks, like, we're bonding. Brent's such a dick. And then he's like... But you know what Brent isn't? A fucking rat. And it's like, whoa! Whoa with this energy! And then he says, never go against the family. Like, he doesn't literally yep, say that, yep, but he, he might as well. And you know what? I want to re- rewind. Because when Steve was, was standing outside and Debbie found him and, and Steve was confiding in her and he was just like, you know, I think I'm getting punished. I think I'm cursed. da 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 Nigga, you are, okay? I hope so. Um, I hope so. Ancestral, ancestral trauma, like you're fucking white supremacy. And I'm pretty sure your your ancestors own slaves because you are perpetuating like a lot of problematic energy around like trying to cover up, you know, the things, the, the terrible things that your child did. And then on top of that, like telling your other child, like we don't snitch. And like, like he is a terrible parent. And like he, yeah, yes, he's cursed. Like his fucking ancestors. <laughs> we're terrible racism slavery and and the white supremacy and the what is it called when when uh when family members uh cover each other's bullshit under the rug nepotism no that's not nepotism <laughs> nepotism <laughs> is what later happens with steve ne- me, like you're gonna work for me that's your yes. punishment here's yes, a job you're right why did i think it's called here- nepotism Here's a job that someone else with actual qualifications could have. That's your yep. punishment. Yep. Well, he, whatever the word is, he is just a terrible person and a terrible yes. father. And yes, he is cursed. Like, yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. Um, we later find out at uh, the restaurant that Megan used to work at. Because Isabel's there, too. We find out that Jeff is big mad. He is jealous. And when Megan pulls him aside for saying something off the wall to Isabella, she's like, first of all, that was in front of my sister. Which, first of all, you should have just jumped to Isabella's defense. Exactly. 
but whatever whatever um she's he tells her like you picked the wrong guy i recognize your laugh obviously you were in the video which is like wild wild i i hated that scene wild yeah and it's like well if you knew it was megan why'd you say something like that to isabella like what's exactly exactly like so everyone in this town (laughs) hates women every man in this town hates women that blue timeline is so ugly. Like, not only is it, like, aesthetically ugly, but, yeah. like, the things that are happening in this timeline yeah. is so terrible. Like, the sex tape. Everything just goes downhill after the sex tape. Like, and the misogyny is just off the wall. Like... Too much. It's too much. I hate much. the blue timeline. I hate it. It's too much. Same. Same. And we're only at the tip of the iceberg. At the tip. At the tippy tip. Isabella and Megan later meet Jeff at night on the side <laughs> of the road. They were posted up. Like, they were definitely like, this is the still. This is going to be for the teaser. Yep. So please, yep. back to back. But, <laughs> but they're at the side. What road is this? Why are we doing this? And they blacked I kind of loved that. I kind of loved it. Like, you could tell that they were definitely... Um, Like, that felt very 90s nostalgia to me. Like, that happened in so many, like, Mm -hmm. uh, TV shows and movies where it's just like, all right, like, we're going to meet at this crossroads and we're going to (sighs) hang it out and I'm going to say some shit in the woods that no one can hear me and then you're going to get back in your car and we're going to act like this never happened. (laughs) Like, that's what that was. They were posted up, ready to tell him off and be like, listen, Mm -hmm. like, you think that was me on the tape, but you're going to forget that. And he's just like, what? No, I'm not. And then Megan's just like, well, I know how you got your equipment. And unless you want other people to know, you're going to shut the fuck up. And he did. Shut his ass up. (laughs) And and then she said something like, "Um, we had such a great summer together. Like, I hate that I have to do this. Which, key thing, we had a great summer together. I was interested in, like, what does that mean? I was just excited to see, like, oh, what happened that summer? Like, I want to see what it was like for them to be in a relationship together because they have no chemistry. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to know what was so great about it. (laughs) Yeah. Isabella says her parents only care about their jobs. Again, just saying jobs. I have not heard what this job is. She claims that she feels like an inconvenience and they just throw their money around to not deal with her. This is why I believe it's only been her moving around so much. She Mm. says her parents haven't listened to her in five years. Very specific time. So now I really want to know what happened five years ago. And the floppy disk that was in her bag, that was from 98? Yeah, it was last December, which a lot of things happened last December. We have that floppy disk of whatever that is. And then we have last December, I guess Luke's um, mom was still alive. True. That's true. Yeah. 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 Something about the wintertime, you know, it brings out the worst in these characters and like the worst (laughs) fates, the worst fates. You know, I mean, I don't like the winter, so I feel you. I don't. I know. I hate the winter. I hate the winter. Seasonal depression, on yes. top of year-long depression. 
So let's get back into summer, y'all. It's July 19th, yeah. 2000. Sheriff comes to talk to Debbie. He says Luke, Isabella, and Megan's prints were on the gun that was found. The news report, so later on, Megan, she's working at the bar. Her laptop is so thick. So thick. Um, I I wish I knew which kind of laptop that is. I did I, I don't think definitely like an old school PC. Like those like those yeah. like what's that brand? <laughs> Who knows? Because I feel like I feel like my earliest laptops were that thick too, you know? Yeah. It probably was, but I'm really thinking and I like can't even pinpoint if I really had a laptop that thick. But she she lugged that to the bar, I'll tell you that. And she <laughs> Which, heard the news report. But also, um, I will like I'll real quick tidbit. Um her taking her laptop to the bar. <laughs> Like, very early signs of what is so normalized today of, like, taking yes. your laptop to a cafe. Yes. I've never seen someone take a laptop to a bar. But yes. still, she was she was planting the seeds of something Absolutely. that becomes normalized 20 years later. Absolutely. 30. 20. Yeah, 20. Yes. Uh, the news report says that Luke had narcotics in his system and there is suspicion of foul play. This one woman... Bu- next to Megan is trying to be like, oh my god, did you like know him? <laughs> and Megan is very much like, why are you in my face? Mm-hmm. And then we find out she's a journalist, so we're definitely going to see this character again. So, Can, can I oh. just say that that journalist is a bad journalist because she wasn't even trying to play it cool. She went from 0 to 100 real quick. How do you Absolutely. go from, oh my god, you're from that town, you knew him straight to I could help you I could help you get your story out like there was no in between like mm-hmm. of course you're gonna get your the coffee poured in your in your food <laughs> you're lucky it wasn't in your lap because at first exactly I thought, I thought, I thought too thought, I thought it was- but I was like, she actually is like real calm and seated for having it in her lap so it had to be in her food oh well oh well which, you know, depending on the day, which one is worse, right? Like, <laughs> like if you really, if you were really hungry and you really wanted to eat that burger and fries and that was like your last $20, that's heartbreaking. But then like, if it's winter time and like you're wearing enough clothes and it was on your lap, you might be okay if, it, if the coffee mm-hmm. wasn't scalding. Yes, yes. <laughs> Later, I think see... about these things. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> We later see a black woman. Her name is Rebecca. She's a lawyer and she's talking to Isabella um, privately in a room. She says that she didn't think she was going to see Isabella again so soon. Isabella says that they used the gun for target practice last summer. That's why her prints are on it. Rebecca says the sex tape hurts both, like, Mm. um, both Megan and Isabella. But she said, with added context, they're going to treat you differently because you're the outsider in this town. Isabella says that she hasn't spoken to Megan in months, which is interesting. That's interesting. And Rebecca mentions something happened in St. Bart's last winter. So that's probably having to do with the floppy disk. 
Mm, good, good point. Um, also, the, when, okay, so when the lawyer is like, they're going to treat you differently because you're an outsider, it's also because you're Black. Like, yeah. let's face it, no, there's only one other Black person and two other Black people in this town. Yeah. And yeah, she's already facing the most because of misogynoir. But um, but yeah, I didn't notice that that uh, that she talks about the that year again, mm-hmm. the floppy disk year, mm-hmm. and I always thought that Megan and Isabella are not talking in the in the last timeline because of whatever happened to Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, it must have been such a traumatic experience because they were obviously there. It must have been such a traumatic experience that it's just like, mm-hmm. I can't even talk to her anymore. Like, this is too overwhelming. Um, I agree. And depending, depending on who was the one who actually, like, killed him, that also impacts things, right? Like, maybe Megan did it and Megan's not talking out of guilt and shame. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe... Isabella to do it and Megan's still really mad or like or maybe it was a collaboration I still think it was probably Megan or a collaboration honestly imagine using collaboration like it's a (laughs) mixtape or a single you know it's called accomplice it's accomplice (laughs) well yeah whatever I think it was that (laughs) I think it was that. Um, and yeah. Isabella is really calm. I mean, we we know that Megan's Megan and Isabella's reactions to things are so interesting because, like, the way that Megan and Isabella are acting in this final timeline is similar to how they were acting with when the sex tape got leaked. Like, Isabella was like super calm, super like I know what to do. Like, let's just figure this out even though it's not about her she's ready to like take the lead on this thing and take mm-hmm. the heat for it and Megan is the one who's like really upset acting out getting mad at Isabella even though Isabella is the one person trying to help her I think it's a similar thing that's happening in the final timeline I think yeah I think Megan Megan must have did it and that's why she's acting this way and like giving Isabella the silent treatment and Isabella's over here chilling and it's just like listen I know exactly what to do uh just talk to me we could figure this out together yeah um yeah. and the, it's it's just interesting how the blame is shifted based off of how they react so differently on things yes or how yes. the blame is seemingly shifted yes I agree because we never saw we never saw Isabella get mad about that not being her in the sex tape no, like Mm-mm. she has an interesting way of like taking ownership for things that are not her own, mm-hmm. which is why again I feel like she didn't murder this this child, this infant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Steve talks to Debbie at her home. He knows the finger. Uh, prints on the gun and he doesn't suspect the girls but he mentions the cabin was cleaned which is weird because he hasn't been there in a minute. Megan is upstairs listening and she is basically like biting her nails, crying, throwing up. Like she... She did it! 
she definitely she covered it. it up but yes yes yeah isabella later once again is debbie has to be told how to be an adult isabella is telling this grown woman you better get a lawyer these cops are not your little <laughs> friends and uh, <laughs> megan megan's like it's kind of weird that you know about the law no dummy like all any it's obvious you guys know this, this is obvious like <sighs> so dumb so <laughs> debbie and megan they do talk to a lawyer and megan asks debbie where did you get the money for this turns out it's from her dad and she's like tell him i'm gonna pay like she wants nothing to do with keith megan says the last time so later on everyone has to go to the police station we are in this police station (laughs) they are trying to drain any little crumb any little lie let any little inconsistency out and i mean it's good police work but wow megan says the last time she saw luke was the day after the party at the police station isabel says she didn't see him beyond um that because they weren't close so megan says luke and her left at the party at midnight. They went to the beach. Then she dropped him off at home. The sheriff was like, hold on a second. <laughs> Puts on a tape. Looks at the security cameras. They were not there. So she has lied. Um, a then, big lie. A, a really big, big lie. lie. Like, which again, like, why do people never think about security tapes when it comes to these like situations like that would be like one of the first things I'm thinking of just like fuck there's cameras everywhere nowadays like there's like the traffic light cameras there's cameras everywhere like you gotta like make sure your lie is aligning because the camera will show the truth Mm -hmm. agreed I don't know why Mm -hmm. especially that Megan's so into technology exactly Um, so into technology isn't this a big house? I was like, Megan, you better say you dropped him around back or something. Right, I don't know. Right, right. You better fix it. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, you better say left at a different entrance. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But she's not the only one caught in the lie. The sheriff also says, Oh, you haven't been at this cabin since last summer. Well, Guess what? I found this bag in the crawl space, which is like, goddamn, you're looking so hard in the crawl space. <laughs> and then he puts a bundle of five thousand on the table. And he's like, "What do you need this money for?" It looks so suspicious. It looks very, very suspicious. <sighs> also, so... this child, this this child walking around with five thousand dollars like it's nothing like it's nothing like it's nothing it's like not it's even nothing <laughs> what it's 16 so 17 years old in cash like hmm uh, i guess not but part of me is like it really does give on the run and maybe she it gives just has... on the run it does give on the run but then but... she has this lawyer from her parents so they must know I don't know well I'm, try- episode I'm trying four, not to stress I got high blood episode pressure episode 4 